Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Running Things Considered. And we have a very special guest in the podcast. And I, I actually, uh, my first memory related to this guy comes from my freshman year of high school, where the senior on the team, who was the, who was the coolest guy I had ever met at the time, his name was T-Buzz. And he'd run a 932 mile and was going out, uh, visiting all these colleges, learning about it. And he wanted to go the D2 route, all right? And so he took a few visits. He ended up at uh, Alabama Huntsville. But I remember one time he came back on a run and he was telling us about there's this program out in Colorado where they, they just get uh, a, anybody they can have, not anybody, but you know, some, some suitable runners that they think they can develop. And they, they just have this gigantic team. And then they, they just go hard, harder than anybody he, he'd ever really expected to see in a college program. And although they went hard and, you know, kind of really saw who was the tough runners, they were absolutely dominant, okay? And I actually really didn't, like, remember what school this was until just recently when I was talking to some friends doing some research on this podcast. But that school was Adam State, and we are very fortunate to have one of the best runners to ever come out of Adam State, which is, like, insane. It's an absolutely insane program, so I'm so excited to talk about this. But we have... The man, Sydney. Get a booty. Get a booty. Get a badai. Get a badai. Get a badai. Yeah. D-I-E. It's in his bio. You know what? Here's <laughs> what I have to say about this. And I think you get a pass, Avery. Last time when I was out in Boulder, mm -hmm. we had Joey on the podcast. Though you butchered his first name as well. I said, I, he said his last name correctly, which is insane. But I will say Tinman has probably the hardest last names to pronounce in the history of the world. So I think they do. You mm -hmm. get a pass. I'm, I still don't know how to say Joey's uh, last Very name. Very, I, I got it right the first time. I only knew that because you said it the first time. When you said it, I was like, that's totally wrong. You <laughs> actually got it. It's even in your bio. And I remember like, like practicing it beforehand, but I guess the pressure was on. I fumbled at the line. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So. You're on the one yard line and you fumbled and you lost the whole <laughs> I did. I lost the whole thing. <laughs> He's going to be off the podcast now. You said his name wrong. So. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all, it's all good. I understand. It's yeah. been a lifelong thing. <laughs> there we go but you know what's funny is this guy I used to live with his name was andrew anastasiades and he ran uh at one of like the private schools in atlanta and i remember just being at like meets and they would like introduce his name next to and literally for four years wrong every mm -hmm. single time in high school was it just a constant they were like sydney uh sydney. <laughs> yeah no most most people would try it, but it would, I mean, rarely they would get it right on the first time. You, know? <laughs> you, should, you should have handed them the medal if they got it right on the first try. <laughs> I know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for, you know, it's a service. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully we can try the, uh, try your name after the intro in this podcast. But so <laughs> on that note, let's go, I guess, go ahead and roll the intro. Off the beat, kinda dripping off the meat grinder. Heat niner, pimping, stripping, soft, sweet minor. China was a neat sign of trouble with the script digits. Double dip, bubble lip, subtle list, midget. I feel like, you know what? Here's the thing. About a year ago, Avery and I were running, and I said, Hey, you know, I was kind of offered this podcast. I was living in New York. Do you want to be 
the co-host, okay? And, you know, he's starting to kind of do the intros every single time, and I feel like he – and he accidentally slipped a couple weeks ago that he said he was the host, only host. Oh. So I am going to uh, introduce your times. I know Avery generally does this, um, but I just kind of feel like um, – my, you know, my podcast is kind of being taken away from me, uh, kind of getting the <laughs> out from under me. So, um, without further ado, we have Sydney Gidabadai. Thank you. Perfect. I think I did it correctly. 754 3K, 1329 5K, 2815 10K, 4714 10 mile. And you just ran 62 minutes for the half marathon, which uh, is obviously pretty impressive. I think you're putting in some pretty serious miles out there in boulder how was uh how's being out in boulder so far uh it's amazing you know i think it's there's definitely a transition period from college where i did almost nothing um (laughs) throughout my day to now where you know i I have like a part-time job and i do more like when it comes to training like i i actually lift weights now and there you go i I do mobility and and you know you know that kind of stuff and so um it's been great you know it's been a it's like a learning experience you know like this professional lifestyle and um you know where are you working uh i work at this small warehouse called the feed oh you work uh, at the feed? Yeah. yeah the feed <laughs> yeah so i just pack like online cliff bar orders you That's know great. stuff like that and um yeah it's not a bad gig because they know that i'm pursuing like a professional or semi-professional running career and so it's like it's like I, I pop in I you know you throw go. some orders together and I ask for time off when I need <laughs> the, the, the real blue collar tinman right here I yeah. feel like I feel like uh you either in professional running you either work at the running store mm-hmm. or you work at like running warehouse or just like boxing stuff like it's just like funny how it always kind of works out or you're Jeff and I think Jeff works at the the gym or yeah 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 he's like a he's like a manager of some sort at the recreational centers around town really i always like to hear about just like the the jobs that you have to to pull at the same time Uh, yeah so i mean i've had quite i mean this is my third job technically fourth job in in boulder and i've just kind of like slowly moved up the ranks and so i i started off at a running store of course boulder Uh, running company yeah, Boulder Running Company. Um, you know, the the pay wasn't amazing for for Boulder. Um, and yeah. so I tried to make a try to get an upgrade and I went to Natural Grocers, a grocery store where I kind of stocked the dairy aisle and nice. that, that, that was a little tough just being in like like a 30 degree fridge like <laughs> for 8 hours straight. Um, and then so I quickly made a switch. I like applied to work at a gym and then like quarantine started and uh, like I'd yeah. gone through my training and then like it was like all right we can't work because you know yeah. <laughs> this is a gym and that's like the opposite thing we want people to do um and so I quickly got linked up with uh with the feed so <laughs> it's I been working about being cold I was a uh, popsicle sales rep for a year before I got laid off and we were just constantly in the walk-in freezers stocking <laughs> them at the grocery store so yeah. Oh man. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's just a tough life. I, I, I don't think I'd ever do it again. <laughs> I would. Yeah. No, no, no. Never going to find me in a freezer again. No. So I, that sounded like super morbid. Uh, maybe if I'm like chopped up in some murder. <laughs> um, I, I think you did a pretty good job there, Zane, as the, as the host. 
I felt pretty co-hosted. Well, co-host. No, co-host. I'd like to say we're 50-50, but I, 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 we are. I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't I, – I must have slipped when I said that, so I apologize. Yeah, it was a Freudian slip, and I'm just letting you know. That's right. That, That's right. that I'm here to but, – but, so, but I'm only like 20% way there of taking over the full podcast, so. That's right. Know, Right now, you see it coming, so you know, I know. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to be a little more sneaky when I do it. <laughs> yeah, just don't show up to my house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, like we talked about before, um, we're gonna just kind of go over. We're asking some like sort of trivia-like questions that, again, have something uh, to do with your life uh, mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form in some era. Maybe yesterday. It may be a couple of years ago. You never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but Avery. The Mr. Takeover of the podcast. <laughs> slowly. Bro, slowly. Slowly. Very slowly. <laughs> it's been a year. He's taken over 20%. He needs a few more, about 40 more years, and he'll be getting there. Or if we start doing more episodes a week, I can speed it up. It's up to you. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Anyways, so this question, it might sound really weird, but, my, but you know, I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say mm-hmm. it. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and roll the, the dramatic music. Really get the mood set. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you, In 2019, Matt Strangio ran 409.13 in the California State Final Prelim for the 1600. This was the fastest 1600 meter prelim ever in California history. Whose record did this 409.13 break? Uh... I don't think it was mine. I, I forget if I won my pre It was in my heat. It was uh, Garrett Corcoran. Wow. It was Garrett Corcoran. Look at that. You knew yeah. it. Yeah. You knew it. <laughs> so the, the, the reason I bring this up is because you were correct. You were in 409 in a prelim. Okay. To everybody else. Okay. So you got your little bubble in California. To everybody else in the country, running <laughs> 409 in a prelim is insane well we didn't even have prelims in georgia i just exactly we didn't even have prelims but imagine (laughs) running that at like region like running any faster than you had to but i kind of like went through the history of of the california state meet and this wasn't so uncommon that you guys would just go out in like 62 or 60 (laughs) no 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 not at all i mean it was california the you just it's like opening up like a bullpen once the gun goes off you know it's uh, it's like yeah, I like, I mean, I, I fully expected that. And that's why I was like close behind just because I didn't want to like give him the, you know, you just don't want to give him the mental edge no. of being like the prelim winner by seconds, you know, so <laughs> we're close well, I, behind. I remember my senior year of high school. Uh, I mean, Avery ran 408 and what, 149 a senior year, but yeah. I ran 415, 152. And I remember looking up the California state meet after I won both of those races and I would have been last into the final and last in the final in both of the races. <laughs> I was like, well, glad I live in Georgia. That's all I have to say. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think like, like I don't want to bash on California too much, but it just doesn't seem like, uh, you know, it pans out as much, you know, it's not like California kids are always dominating the NCAA. <laughs> That, well, that is I will interesting. say that same thing about Georgia. I'm like, when are we going to get somebody who just <laughs> continues to do well? I'm like, like, but anyways, yeah, I have this same thought about Georgia. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, we're, we kind of get really like, 
you know, wrung out really quickly. And so yeah, it, like four flat to win your prelim as a 10th grader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is that like intentional? Like, like the, like every, like there's no question whenever you go up to a prelim, no matter what the event is that it's going to hurt. Like there's no like tactical let's go through. Cause it's, it seems like, like that was decided like years and years and years ago. That's just the way you do it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, I mean, I, I would say part of it is like, the way that we get to state, I mean, we race like probably six or seven weeks in a row. Really? And so yeah, and so you you go from like sent like league league prelims one week, league finals the next week. CIA, or I guess this is southern section, and so I'm only talking about sure, my sure, area. Sure. But but like it's like half the state, and so so league prelims one week, finals the next, CIF. So these are kind of like sectional, but also within divisions prelims and then you have finals for that the next week and then you have masters and it's just divisionless it's just all the kids in that section oh wow and then you go to the state meet and then oh there's a prelim literally impossible to qualify for the state meet that's all I <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. in georgia it was you go to the region meet and it used to my starting my senior year so it was top two go to state and automatically in the final in the mile you have to do prelims in 800 mm-hmm. But then my senior year, because basically of my region was like way faster than anybody else's, they did something called a sectional. So it was top four go to the sectional, and then there were just final runs at the sectional and top four in the sectional go to the state meet. I graduated 950 years ago. But that, I mean, it was literally, it used to be one race to make it to the state meet, and now it's two. And you were like, yeah, well, you go to 14 of these races, you run a master's race. Yeah. If you're not running 409 in every single one of these, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd say for my senior year in eight days, I ran 409 three times. That's, oh my God. that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Run a, a single time. How, how <laughs> was your, your training in high school? Did you come from like a solid program with a solid coach or, or kind of how was that experience for you? Yeah. I mean, uh, well, I, I trained with my dad, my, I guess, adoptive dad, uh, mostly. Um, and he had, you know, he had his own running background. Um, and so he coached me. Um, I definitely overtrained. You know, he gave me the program and, like, he would be at work and I would just run after school. Sure. Um, and I would just, like, crush everything, you know. It's like, if it wasn't six-minute pace, like, yeah. I wasn't working hard enough. Wow. And, um you know, it's like, it just got like, I really enjoyed running because that was like my first sport ever. Um, yeah, yeah. And so like, it just like felt like I had to do that. And um, that's why I wasn't like the state champ, you know, because I was always like a little overcooked. At so, 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 so that's like how you think about it back then. It's like, it's not that like you, you didn't do enough. It's that you did too much. That's, yeah, certainly. I, I feel like there's few people who can say that. So that's interesting. You had a guy from your high school. I remember looking this up earlier, Michael Terry, who ran at the Summer Olympic Games in the 800, maybe, in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah for Antigua and Barbuda. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And then you also had a uh, – my best friend's a professional skateboarder. You had, like, a very random professional skateboarder named Ronnie Krieger who went to the high school and Freddie Freeman, a, a, an Atlanta Brave, current Atlanta wow. Dang. I, I, I didn't know those other two. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you do. Yeah, well – I'm, I'm, I'm learned. <laughs> yeah, you were learned. You thought you were going to come on here and be, un, you're just going to forget a lot of things, but in, in reality, you just learned one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Very it. moot 
point about a random professional game <laughs> from your high school. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> oh, that's just the beginning. There's four more. Learn at least one more thing. Um, so I wrote this next one, the co-host um, also here, still here. Um, it says, uh, what is the only cross-country team to ever perfect score at a national meet? Uh, Adam State in 1992. 1992. Yeah. I, I remember seeing that, I mean, years and years ago. But I never knew that the, the top five were all within four seconds of each other, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then what Avery, Avery and I were talking about this before, they were coached by Joe Vigil, who Avery just did the quote-unquote Vigil workout yeah. uh, Saturday. Um, it, what was it? It, it, it was uh... – this one, it was, you, you run 50 meters at mile pace, jog 50 meters, then run 100 meters at mile pace, uh, jog 100 meters, 150 at mile pace, and so on and so on and so on. Um, so you're, you know, getting up to hopefully like 600 meters. Um, mm-hmm. per, but it's an until you fail workout. So like when you physically can't hit the paces when you stop. And, and it, it's one of our, our hardest ones, but it, it really works, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've never done that because, I, you know, I was never a miler or mid-distance guy. So, But it, it definitely sounds like it. We had quite a few, like, oh, yeah? historic workouts that, like, Coach Martin, our current coach, who, you know, takes a lot sure. from Coach Well, let, let, let's, let's go ahead and get into that because what I, I hear so many things about Adam State. Like, like as, as I said in the intro, like, when I was even a freshman, you know, I was hearing rumors about, oh, Adam State, you know, it's just like they train so hard and, they you know, they have a big old team. Mm-hmm. Um kind of how were those workouts because from the outside perspective it seems like you guys are just workhorses yeah I mean I'd say it's a pretty simple program and those workouts came in like for championship season Mm -hmm. um so they were like time trial like or they were very hard efforts you know like to failure or just all out and so like I personally treated them like another race um you know um we would do like like 3k time trial and then like two by 1500 and at the same pace you know and it's like wow. <laughs> it was like yes yeah yeah it was like that would be the most horrible day that would be <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> it was last being like okay this is gonna be insane later <laughs> yeah d- yeah definitely like i would be like sitting in a class and being like just like jacked up just waiting to get <laughs> practice. and um and so it was like it, it fit the tone of like where we were at in the season, you know, mm-hmm. because like a workout like that was probably like two or four weeks away from nationals. And so um, we were fit and we were ready to like crush. And so, um, you know, I, I enjoyed them personally. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah Seems like you'd have to. Yeah. 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 Was, was, was there a high turnover rate? Um, cause, cause I looked up and it seemed like, like, a, like a good portion of your roster is fresh which kind of makes sense. I mean, that, that's kind of like the same with like every program that not everyone makes it, but yeah, I mean, definitely when I, when I first got there, um, I think there were maybe two other freshmen that didn't make it, okay. uh, the four years, but we did have like a time trial, um, like when I first got there, my first year. And then, sure. um, I think with kind of like pressures from like, you know, the administration, I think coach had to take away the time trial, like, you know, just so that he could allow more, more kids to join. And so I yeah. think the turnover is going to like, is a little higher than when I yeah. first got there. And, um, and, and, and I'm not like digging on you guys by any means, because obviously you guys are so successful, but I, yeah. I just think it's very, it's a very interesting program. 
And there's always those oh, time trials coming in from the summer that always go poorly for like half the freshmen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At Tech, they, you'd be like, 10 mile tempo. And then like the, the freshman be like, uh, how many? <laughs> like three miles and be like, okay, that, that was that, horrible. <laughs> that, that, that would be me as like, but like not as a freshman. Like I remember, I remember the sophomore, it was, it was like everyone came back from break and there was this, it was, it was basically literally what you said, like a 10 mile tempo. And everyone did it together, and it's just like see who could last the longest. And mm. I was the second to drop. <laughs> it was me and uh, Sam Bowie. I don't know if you ever met Sam Bowie. Oh, he dropped. He dropped the team in like a week after that. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the company <laughs> that I was, was in. Way too much, and that's <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's definitely not the easiest workout to come in on. No. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I also thought just like the the whole team in general. I mean, I knew about them kind of my senior year of high school, just because they're. I mean. You know, it was always the talks like when Adam State would come to, you know, let's say like pre, pre-Nats or something like that. Um, they would always be like, well, is Adam State going to win? Because I remember mm-hmm. a guy, was it like, oh, God, Tabor Stevens? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Tabor Stevens. Yeah, he was like super, super, super good. Yeah, yeah, he was, uh, he was a steepler. He, he yeah. ran like, he ran 826 in, in yeah. D2. That's like, that's very insane. solid. Yeah. yeah. And then Pat Porter who was a two-time Olympian, ran at Adams State, too. Yeah, he did, yeah. So. Before, the, before the D2 days, the NAIA days. Oh, that, that's right. Yeah, and so it was, it was even a crazier – like, he had to race against, like, some, you know, I think it was, like, Peter Rono or oh, like some yeah. future, like, gold yeah. medalist. You know, it, it was crazy. Like, <laughs> I've raced Peter Rono's son, and that did not go well for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and b- b- before we go on to the next question – I just have to bring this up because it just looks so juicy. So this is, the, uh, this is about the indoor 3K title, and you won three out of four years. Mm-hmm. But the, the very last year, you, right away from the, the sweep, it, your, your teammate beat you. Mm-hmm. Was, is that as juicy as it sounds to me? What do you mean? As in, juicy, like, it just like... sounds so dramatic. <laughs> no, no, I, I couldn't say it was dramatic. Um... I would say so the 3k was introduced in like 2011 for d2 okay and so like i think we had adam stated one all but one and so i was just like I, I would say i was mostly happy that adam state got to keep another one you know okay uh, that's fair so yeah it, it was something that like was in the back of my mind uh but you know I, you know it, i didn't fret it too much i didn't okay it. yeah no, was well, okay. we'll move on we'll move on that, that, that's just that's that's crazy to me <laughs> All right. Well, I also wrote this one. Um, I will say, Avery. Yes, yes, sir. When we were talking about the podcast earlier, when I was working, I said, "Hey, have you put any stuff on the uh, on the on the Google Doc?" Where's this like, going? Yeah, I killed it. I killed it. <laughs> I opened it up. Not a lot on there. What are you talking about? Every question I have. <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, Jay, all right. We're talking about this after the podcast, but it's I'm fine. just joking. No, dude. That's I'm gonna I'm I'm about to run over there about four houses down. <laughs> I saw the club and saying that I saw you in person. And... <laughs> all right, fine. All right, fine, fine, fine. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't okay. do that. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Also, I have locks on my doors, and I have two kittens who will attack you. Ivory uh, key. Damn it! You do it. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go. Good question. Let's go. All right. Um, that was actually good. Good job. Uh, it's I said. I almost read the answer, but you probably already know. It says, what is the highest freestanding mountain in the world? Oh, uh, 
Mount Kilimanjaro. Correct. Yeah. Okay. 19,341 feet. When I looked at it earlier, it said like 5,300. I was like, I hope that's in meters. Otherwise, that's not a very tall mountain. Yeah. <laughs> it was indeed in meters. So I'm a big stupid. Oh, that's good. And the only fact that I wrote about this whole thing was that Keats Boyd at age seven reached the summit unassisted in 2008. Age seven, unassisted, climbed Count Kilimanjaro. That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> Mount Kilimanjaro. There's been three 10 year olds that have summited uh, Mount Kilimanjaro. That's pretty wild. It is. So, you know, Tanzania, I'm, I'm sure you know why we bring this up. I was uh, listening to a podcast that you, you came over here in, what was it, seventh grade? Uh, no, at, at seven years old. Seven years old. Okay. Yeah, I, I was born here, so I guess there is a bit of a mix-up sometimes, but I was born in California, lived there for five years, and came back at seven. Interesting. How is that? Because uh, I, I know those, like, cultural changes can sometimes be, like, I don't know, super impactful to some people, and some people can kind of take in a direction where they kind of, you know, end up, you know, just being shy and saying was comfortable, but others, which I assume, which is you, you know, kind of channel that, you know, kind of, you know, diversion of community in a sense towards a, a passion, which is sometimes running. I know that was yeah. the case with Walid Suleiman. So can you speak on that? Yeah. I mean, I, so like I, I moved back and I quickly started living with my adopted family. And so uh, I was very, very quiet because Swahili was my first language. Sure. Um, sure. And so it's, you know, communication was just hard for obvious reasons. And then, and so, you know, through that, I, I kind of just like lived and was a very, like, I probably said, you know, a countable amount of words, like over three, four years. Wow. And, you know, honestly, like, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I probably asked for like, you know, food or water, <laughs> like, kind of, <laughs> and I was just like, Hey, I'm hungry or something like that. But, um, and then it wasn't until running where, I started to go out for jogs with Juan, my adoptive dad. And mm -hmm. uh, we just like definitely bonded through that because like it was something that I knew was in his life and was in my like, I guess, birth father's life. And so I knew I was going to run in some way and it just kind of blew up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was uh, your, your birth, birth father's relationship to running? Uh, he was, I mean, he came here. He like, I mean, that's why I was born here. He ran at Riverside College okay. to under Ted Banks, which is like the kind of famous, infamous coach uh, that coached at UTEP and had a, a 16 point scoring uh, NCAA team. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and so he, he, he certainly did some uh, kind of on the line things, but you know, one of those things was bringing my dad over and you know, <laughs> <laughs> me being born here. So I'm kind of okay with it. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah and so I mean I just like was super motivated and uh, I think at this point I've I've taken over my dad's PRs at least the ones that I can think of and yeah you know. Did your dad really that fast yeah he I mean the fastest result I can see for the 5k was 1345 but he oh, claimed, that's yeah, yeah he, he claims 1332 and so that wasn't until a couple years ago that I got it Wow. Zane, have you beat your dad's PRs? Um, yes. <laughs> Not a single person in my family has ever run a step. So I think I got that. Um, <laughs> hopefully my kids will run faster than me. There you go. Um, yeah. And I'm definitely going to tell them that I ran 1332. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> There's no <laughs> doubt about like, it. Uh, 320, dude? Get out of here. <laughs>
Um, that's great. I mean, that's super cool that your dad not only was a runner, but was like very good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's super, super cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Avery, did your dad ever run? I feel like we've talked about this. He, he ran cross country, but he doesn't really talk about it that much. Um, so I, I, and it was kind of in the thing where like my, like whenever I run my first cross country race and when I was in like seventh grade, I mean, I, you know, beat like another, it was like a dual meet, you know? So there's like 10 kids in the race, but I won that. And I remember on the phone with my grandpa and he, and he said, uh, like, Oh, like, good job. Well, if you know, if, if you ever get upset with your dad, just bring up like his career in cross country. <laughs> and so that kind of like that relationship is about all I know, <laughs> all I know. but he runs now consistently. And I, I think he does a great job. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I know he listens to this. So I'm just like really tiptoeing across my words, but, uh, <laughs> no, Drew Bartlett has run, Thirteen thirty. Yeah. Five k. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll say I'll say twenty four minutes in the five k. I think I'll be happy with that. Okay. I say that one. Yeah. All right. Well, um, Avery wrote this crazy question. (laughs) It is a crazy question. You can if you can. This is harder to say than your last name. So I'm gonna say it wrong, but it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. A condition. A condition called rhabdomyolysis has seen a spike in recent years due to a rise in the popularity of CrossFit in Western culture. What is the cause of this disease, rhabdomyolysis? Uh, overtraining. What the heck? Zoom. He has he has the Google Doc and he's looking. He has the Google. You haven't even like stuttered on one. You knew every single one. Yeah. Well, I, I actually, this one is funny. I mean, I remember just reading an article on the Oregon football team. Okay. Having a couple cases of, I guess, rhabdo. I don't know how to say it myself. But, <laughs> but you knew it was awesome. But I, yeah, it was awesome. just some recall, right? You know, just some really That's dumb in the brain. That so, sounds like something I would just, I know like 12 really random things and nothing else. Exactly. Yeah. It came in handy. Like, so, I've never used it. <laughs> now you can. Yeah. So, similar to myself, which is, which is why I don't really like, you know, it it can be a sensitive topic talking about this stuff, but you know, same thing happened to me my first, you know, getting thrown into the pro season. Uh, you know, like I, I kind of took it, took the bull by its horns. It's just like, you know what, I'm running 144 or bust. Like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. And I would just kind of like treat every workout. Like it was my last, just run myself into the ground. And when it was time for race day, I would just run embarrassing times, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, that's been there. <laughs> yeah, exact, exactly. So kind of how, how is that, uh, you know, obviously I'm assuming it was the same mentality going in, but how have you kind of adjusted since, you know, going head first into, you know, the pro scene with the Tim and Elite with some yeah. great runners? Yeah, I mean, I definitely experienced what you said and it was because of like the enthusiasm, like, you know, going in and um part of it was like my my like mentality in in college and so it had been set in for like you know I'd say two or three years where it was like I'm gonna go like every summer I get or every winter block I get I'm just gonna crush it and um you know honestly not until like COVID and quarantine was I able to like just be like all right like I don't have to rush right now and like I'm gonna take a step back and you know I toyed with like just running like 70 miles a week, which, which, you know, that's quite a, like a lot less than I usually do. Yeah. Um, for a half marathon. 
yeah for a half marathon um or you know or just doing like 1500 speed workouts like yeah. just kind of enjoying running for for what it is and in the moment not like thinking it's gonna get me to run 13 flat or or whatever um sure. and that was great you know and I, I think it just like gave me such a mental break to like you know go hang out because I wasn't so tired you know I was yeah. able to, like do fun stuff in the summer when I wasn't expecting races and um <laughs> kind of once I got back to like the fall when once races were popping up again I was just like all right well you know like let's kind of give this a try and kind of start from zero and not like worry about what I have done in the past and so yeah and 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 you ran the the 62 uh minute it was like 62 20 what was the, the 62 32 62 32 and because that was kind of recently so do you think that was post um reflection I'll just say no yeah yeah definitely I mean so that like those 70 mile weeks were like in the summer and I was trying to run a 1500 and I, it wasn't great, you know, but, sure. but it felt like I, you know, there's a bit of like a little bit of light kind of in my head. I was like, there's a bit of hope because I didn't feel like trash. It just felt like I was out of shape and I had been running less than I, than I usually did. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of buckled down and bought my mileage up to, to like 85, 90, which, which is still a lot less than I've done in the past. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> and so like, that was just kind of my slow build up, and it worked, you know, it was just, basic like Good. tempo runs and mile repeats and so nothing special and it kind of it just like taught me to be like all right you just got to chill and be consistent and that's what's going to get you through yeah that's I, good i i even just like like how you're talking about this it doesn't seem like i don't know you're, you're so confident with kind of like your reflection and kind of your resolve of how this went and i i think that's it's very important to you know be totally unemotional after the fact, you know, of, of if things aren't going your way, just to be as objective as possible. So I, I, I kind of really like how you're approaching this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah, you, you start sure. to do very extreme things, you know, once yeah. you, you put in the emotion. <laughs> Good yeah, stuff. yeah. I mean, I think that COVID has helped a lot of people at least just like take a step back and realize that like running is just fun and doesn't have to be, mm -hmm. you know, just like a constant, constant grind. You can just take it for what it is, like you said, and enjoy. yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, Avery, you, uh, you want me to get this one? Yeah. Let's do it. it. So final question. You've gotten every single one, right? I hope this one's hard. I don't think it's that hard. <laughs> <laughs> you got that one. So yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. no, so this one is the Mississippi river going from Minnesota all the way to the Gulf of Mexico is the only separation between these two cities, making them in quote, twins. What are these two cities? Think oh. about it, it's a hard one. <laughs> it's uh, St. Paul and Minneapolis. Wow, yeah, you got it. That's the Google Doc. Yeah, he knows what that is. We don't even have the answer on the Google Doc. Like, hey, I, yeah, it's right. It, it was a little harder actually. I, I mean, I was thinking, Maybe the, I guess I know that there's Kansas City, Missouri, and Kansas City. Oh yeah, that's right. That's that's a, okay. Good job. Yeah, well, I've never been. Sometimes we ask people like very challenging math problems, so maybe we'll. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I haven't. No, math wouldn't be my square strong. Root of, square root of sixty-four. Yeah. Uh, oh, I actually listened to that one today. It was eight. 
Oh, uh, Danny Jones? Yeah, I, I had to brush up, so I, like, <laughs> listened to, to people. Well, yeah, that podcast was Avery, you went and chose a problem we've used in the past. <laughs> oh, stupid, stupid, stupid. There's, like, three other math problems out there that you <laughs> I was like, oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, so we bring this up because I think, I think this is an incredible just race for you is a USATF road 10 miler. You got seventh place. And for being 23, there weren't too many guys around your age that were up there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, walk, walk us, walk us through that. Um, seems, seems exciting. Yeah. I mean, that's part of that eagerness that I had. Um, it was my first race as a 10 man. And um, it was after a bad track season for my final season at Adams and like, it had been, you know, I guess at that point, five months since I raced, and it was like atrocious, you know? Um, and so I just like, you know, at the time didn't have any support, you know, and, you know, thankfully now Tin Man is helping me out a little bit. Um, but at the time I just had this chip on my shoulder knowing like I had been working, you know, like I'd just been kind yeah. of training, buying my own shoes and oh yeah, like I lined up next to everyone and like, I was just like, I'm, you know, this is my day kind of. And the fire was there. Um, the fire was there. And I, you know, it was a little too much fire because like, I didn't <laughs> win, you know, I was, you know, I think about it and I was like, you were... I was 18, 18 seconds away from the win. And I think like, I, you know, I, I could have, I made so many mistakes. I, I led about eight, eight and a half of those miles. Cause I you was did. Like, yeah. I mean, so I the was fire like, was very, was big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, big fire. So yeah, Scott, Scott Fobble took it out hard and okay uh and then like that was just kind of my immediate switch and I was just like I'm gonna go with him and we went through the mile in 418 same yeah (laughs) 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 and like I just kept pushing from there um like he he like I think he was kind of injured and I think part of his early push was to kind of was to get away and kind of yeah not have to deal with us later and so I definitely jumped on it early and so that was bad for him but then I kept pressing and you know he was you know he kind of got yeah yeah again and I just didn't really 18 pace over 10 miles will catch up to you at some point <laughs> yeah and no it, was, you are. it was slightly downhill you know and that's why it was yeah sure you know, it was so quick but you know <laughs> over the next like three or four miles it was like a slow climb and I was just like wow I was probably like two or three meters ahead of like most people for that climb and it got to me, um, you know, <laughs> like some like just like flew past me, but I, I was just so stoked to like win a, you know, get a paycheck at the end. That's true. Yeah. Like, one K. One K. It was nice. One K. Nice. And Benji's that's, right there. That's yeah. a good day. If yeah, you, start, you know, uh, you almost made a thousand dollars. You make over a thousand dollars an hour at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was, I that like was that. I like that Zane ever yeah, yeah. So that, I, I wonder what it is like winning like a like the 100 meter like diamond league like what's the hourly pay for that yeah, i know yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd actually be funny to figure out like seven million dollars probably yeah usain's like world record i don't even know <laughs> oh my god that's a big hourly pay <laughs> yeah. um payday um all right well we do have the one question that was sent in by a listener. Again, when you do call, when you do text, please leave your name or and or where you're from. This one did not have it. So we're going to say they are from Orange, California. Sweet. Uh, Shout out to Orange, California. <laughs> 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 uh, 
they said, would you rather have a coach who laughs at everything or laughs at nothing? So, Sydney, you're more than welcome to, to lead it off. Yeah, I, I'm going to say uh, laughs at everything, you know. I, you mentioned ego earlier. And, uh, <laughs> like, I need to, you know, I need to keep that going. I need to keep yeah. it steady. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, and, and again, I'd say most of my coaches, um, you know, my life have been that. My college coach was, mm-hmm. like, always had, like, a, a strong laugh, you know. Like, he, he'll chuckle and it's <laughs> like everyone hears it and that was nice. and um with my dad you know it's just like we also yeah. had a, a father-son relationship and so sure, we, sure. we joked and laughed and so um yeah I don't think I would change that <laughs> yeah I'd say the same I think as I've grown older into my old age I'm almost geriatric at this point uh my ego has become very fragile and uh anybody who pokes any fun at me I can almost not handle it any longer um so I need somebody to laugh at everything it could just be just a little tiny little laugh but I really need that at this point (laughs) Um, my high school coach gave me a he's great he came over he laughed a lot with me earlier today gave me a pressure washer Um, so shout out you were that that, you were that funny I was that funny he was like take a pressure washer and what I will (laughs) say not disconnect the hose from the pressure washer and it's so stuck in there and I will not tell him because I definitely broke it Um, (laughs) but I do think at the same yeah like you know going throughout college my coaches even though Avery may disagree that Alan Drosky was like a laughable guy I think that uh at the at at his core he's funny at his core at his core he's a Uh fun yeah my my computer is on low you guys talk (laughs) <laughs> okay well i'm gonna i and, and i'm not disagreeing just to disagree to make this juicy mm-hmm. i i think i would rather have a coach that laughs at nothing and this is for my personal reason because i think i think it would make me run faster okay i i, I want a coach that i'm scared of i want to be <laughs> i want to be with a bell lap to go thinking about oh this hurts i don't even think about oh this hurts i don't think about oh i don't want coach to get mad at me mm-hmm. because sure. although you know that's that's crazy of me to say, obviously, mm-hmm. but that that was kind of my experience in high school where I was maybe the most con- we were the most consistent team maybe of all time. Everyone always had a good day, and I think it's generally because we were too scared to run slow. <laughs> and although like at the time it was like this is kind of crazy, you know, it was like uh, you know this is this is intense, you know. I'm kind of scared to go to practice. I'm never late because I'm too scared of what's going to see to happen. <laughs> but Five years after that, I was like, dude, we like, we, we ran the show, you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah. I felt good. Um, sure. So that, that's why I say it, just because I've, I've kind of had that experience of having a coach that you're terrified of and it, it, it can be effective. Yeah. <laughs> Old <blood> I, masochist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like that. I mean, you know, I guess maybe if I were to go towards your way, it would be like a coach that can turn it on, you know, like, be like, I guess if a coach laughs a lot when they get serious, you kind of, you're like, oh shit! Like, no. I I have to get serious. That would be the that would be the perfect scenario, but you know, that's 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 not what my man from Orange County, you know. <laughs> no, no, that's not what he wanted. <laughs> no gray area. No, no, everything or nothing. <laughs> All right, one hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do want to meet this guy because I I we've talked about this before, but Avery genuinely seems like what like so scared of this dude. I just want to like meet him and just be like. This guy, I, I just want to assess him for my for myself. I I I still play around in my head. Like, I, I'm not like I'm not saying 
I'm not saying the shower, like when you're in scenarios in the shower, you're like, you're like, yeah, what's up, dude? Like <laughs> five years later, like I'm gonna beat you up. And then- <laughs> oh, he he could slam me. Oh, there's no way. <laughs> he he could, he could lift our locker room up. I don't I don't know why I chose to use that. Lift he's strong. <laughs> he's, so he's very strong. He's almost very. like an ant. Yeah, uh, I think ants can lift. Uh, 120% of their body weight or something. Another stupid fact that I know. I think Sydney would know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. I, I wouldn't know, honestly. You wouldn't? <laughs> no, but I am working on uh, on lifting 100, 120% of my own body weight. Honestly. <laughs> I was, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I'm, Five, I'm doing. 5,000 times their own body weight. Wow. That's more than wow. I could do. That's almost as much as I can do. <laughs> and don't tell me I can't because I need it for my ego. Tell me that I can lift 5,000 times my body weight. Hey, we're, you know, we're giggling over here. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I got a pressure washer. Do you want it, Zane? That was a funny joke. I'll break it. My, well, actually, I don't because I can't disconnect the hose. and have one hose. Um, so I, that uh, pressure washer is up for grabs. Um, well, Thank you for coming on, Sydney. That was great. I think it was a good time. Avery enjoyed it so much that at one point, I think you bought uh, <laughs> Zoom Premium. I did. Because <laughs> well, I looked, I looked. We were at like the third question and we had like five minutes left. And I was just like, yeah. I have to make a decision. I'm going to make the right decision. Well, yeah. uh, is it a free trial? Nope. Is it really not? It's, uh, it's like 2.30 a year. So that's going to hurt. You can cancel that. I'm Dom lying. It's not. It was 15 a month. That's whatever. <laughs> well, how much? That's that's like a lot of money. That adds up, dude. It, I'm going to cancel it because oh, I'm going to be yeah. at camp so we can get more more amazing dude, guests just like that's Sydney. That's $450 a year. Great guest that knows that knows what Rob Damaliosis is without <laughs> a question. <laughs> yeah, that was actually one of the most impressive things in the world, and I can lift 5,000 times my body weight. <laughs> well. Um, well, again, thanks for coming on. If you want to call in to the – I will say, Chris mm. sent me a bunch of really, really, really great questions today, uh, probably about six, seven, eight questions. Oh, this is what I wanted to read. I told Chris I would read this um let's see so you know we we've been getting spammed lately i think it's because have we yeah just like but it's like spam things like when we got an email saying that we were the 11th best podcast in turkey um i'm not sure if that was real if that was spam but (laughs) this one says this is instagram insider staff we discovered that your instagram page sidious mag is now qualified to get verified. You can get blue check verification on your Instagram page within two hours. Get back to us for your confirmation. If you're interested, the CEO will approve your page instantly. So, um, this was texted into the number. It was texted into the number? Yeah. Like, hey, this is, some, this is the CEO of the world. Um, if you want to get uh, a blue check next to your Instagram, <laughs> we'll do it instantly yeah. <laughs> it's instant so i responded and i sent them five thousand dollars i'm not sure if that was the right thing to do but sydney was that the right thing to do to use this a trustworthy source i i think so you know it's uh you can't you can't go bad He's with the, the CEO. Cloud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of the world of the world yeah 
that's that's a pretty small price to play you know I mean, you're it's right, just, you're right. You gotta pay to play it takes yeah. money to make money so and, and, and if and if we don't get that check just let me know zane i'll, I'll match the five thousand. yeah all right <laughs> make my sure cat, we're serious my cats are also gonna match it we got we got 10 grand coming from them <laughs> good <laughs> they're licking each other right now <laughs> stay tuned cities <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're gonna get a big check coming soon <laughs> um that roi wow. is gonna be insane well, without without further ado, I think this is a great episode. Thank you so much, Sydney. Yeah. Get a badai. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sydney. Get a badai for coming on the podcast. <laughs> I think one's um, yet again yeah. the number. I don't. I we may have forgotten to plug it. I don't remember. It's six four six seven eight zero nine two one eight. That's how you. That's how you know. That's no, how you contact us about business. If you're the CEO of the world, that's how you yeah. contact us. I also wanted to say because we have some. We have like eighty five ratings on the Apple thing, but we never ask anybody to actually go. Oh, do that. I get that thought like every day. I'm like, oh, we should ask this on the podcast. I know. So if you. If you care enough about me, this is my well-being, okay? The CEO of the world is messaging me personally. <laughs> Go on to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Probably only Apple. I don't know where you can other, rate them other than that. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, and uh, give us a five-star review. I will say all of them I think are five stars except for a couple of them are one stars. But in our defense. But. That was before we took the podcast. And, and, if, and, if, and if you like the podcast, but you don't love it and you're rating it a four-star, don't worry about it. We only take fives. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like, a, like an Uber review. If, if you don't have the five stars, something's wrong with you. My Uber rating is really bad. I feel like I'm Mine's really bad, too. What's your, what's, Sydney, what's your Uber rating? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I can... Bring that up. I want to know. I, I, I want to know, are you, are you as nice of a guy as you seem, or do you have like well, see, a 4.8 like, rating? I do. Like, I I'm always say, How's your day? Like, how long have you been driving? Uh, you talk too much. Yeah, probably. Dang, I've never, I've never checked that. Um, do I go to my profile? I, yeah, I, I just open the app. Yeah. My profile. Ooh. Mine's embarrassing. Four point eight six. Four point what? Eight six. Dude, I'm four point seven four. That's like we're terrible in, people. In in terms of Uber ratings, that's like abysmal. That's abysmal. I think it's because I always, always, always forget to rate the the ride after I do it, or or uh, give the um, Uber Eats person like a a star. A star. I all I think that's I why I go down. I think it, it's it's not because of me. It's because of my ratings. <laughs> did you did you get it, Sydney? No, I did not get it. I I guess I'm pretty. You have the app. Yeah, I do have the app, and it's, you go in and you click the the top three lines. The, yeah, the stripes. It's, it's not you. Know, you not. Are you ratingless? I guess so. I mean, oh does it just goodness. pop up? No, it, it it's right under name. my name. It says your name, and then it's right under your name. Oh yeah, I have. I'm ratingless. Wow. Oh yeah. Either you're perfect, or you're the <laughs> worst Uber driver ever. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've I've probably Ubered less than ten times in my life. I just oh. I've lived in Alamosa. Which is a very small town. Fair enough. Yeah. A lot of the you know the last six years. So fair enough. Well, well, that's uh, we'll actually have to cut the podcast now because we know that you're a horrible person. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. You know, I was uh, you know to be honest, I was a little nervous about the Apple question because I was I think the oh last... <laughs> oh well we did okay well let's hear it I know you've been. I'm been ruminating on this and if it's a honey crisp we're gonna cut the podcast so what okay else? well see i i could only think of a couple so it was either honey crisp or fuji but 
right? I think, I think because we talked about mountains today, uh, you have to go with Fuji because I think that's good logic. That's sound logic. All right, yeah, and that's the, that's that's the right apple, there right? Go. There we go. And, and and sorry about not doing a speed round with you. We thought we only had forty minutes until I split second made it longer. So. No, until I split no second spent four hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, we're, we've been rambling. It's 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 a, it's a great podcast. I had a great time, but. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, thank you so much for listening. Give us those five stars. Call in number 646-780-9218. And thank you so much for Sydney getting on this podcast. Yep. And on that note, I'll see you next week on Thursday as we release now because we're on a schedule. Thank you.